Join Bishop Tony Asua Benny on Joy City Radio Podcast every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Nigerian Time, 6.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time, and 1.30 p.m. South African Time at www.toniasuabeni.com. Subscribe to and listen on iTunes, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Google, and Blueberry Podcast. Invite your family and friends as you get in tune with God's Now Word. God bless you. Welcome to number five in the Open Heaven series podcast. Uh, in, in, in number four, you know, I was talking about uh, qualification for ministry and uh, alluded to the fact that qualification has to do with effectiveness. Um, it has to do with adequacy, capability, competence, uh, eligibility, experience in the things of God, you know, fitness for the job, qualification, of course, you know, quality, quality assurance. Uh, you have to assure, you know, the one that is employing you to do their job that you have what it takes to attain to the goals of profit maxim- maximization, you know, for their ministry capacity. Are you endowed? So our Lord Jesus Christ uh, told his disciples to wait. And sometimes we struggle, when, you know, with waiting because we just want to run up and pursue ministry without pursuing God. The idea of open heavens, you know, suggests or implies that we need to do the work of God, God's way. And I cannot overemphasize that enough. God's work done God's way never lacks God's supply. In this second decade of the 21st century, one of the most important things that we have to take very serious cognizance about is the need, is the need for the 21st century minister to be effective is the need for the 21st century minister to get the job done. And to get the, 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 to get the job done, we have to have what it takes to do it. And so Jesus told his disciples to wait. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. So Jesus said to them, and that's in Luke chapter 24 and verse 49, and he said, Behold, I'm sending to you, I am going to equip you. I am going to enable you. In other words, I'm going to help you to do my work. God's work done God's way will attract the supply of God. I'm going to give you grace. I'm going to make you effective in the job that I'm giving you to do, but I want you to wait. So Jesus paused, caused them to put a godly pause. And if you're hearing the sound of my voice in this podcast, if you have enterprised or attempted to do the work of God in your own strength, with all the struggling to pray, struggling to read the word, struggling to hear from God and what have you, it is time for you to take a godly pause. It is time for you to wait, spend, take a season, spend some time in the presence of the Lord until you have what it takes to do the work of God with results. The next 10 years, beginning from this year, and that's what makes this year very important because this year uh, is the beginning of a new decade, not just a new year. The next 10 years, by the grace of God, will be that, as the as Lord ministered to me, uh, are, are 
is a decade of results. It is a decade of the manifestation of the glory of God. It is a result. It is, is a decade of solutions. It is a decade of many answers being, you know, many questions being answered. And as a result of that, the onus is on us as those who are called to the gospel ministry to do, to have what it takes to get this job done, to become God's salvation in our city, in our local assemblies, and uh, in, our, in, our, in, in our nations, and wherever the Spirit of God will take us. And so Jesus said to his disciples, I've got a job for you to do as the Father has sent me, John 20, 21, as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And the issue of sending is really very crucial. Some went, but others were sent. And those who went, went in their own strength. They went in their own ability. They went in their own, uh, 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 you know, power. And that's why we have people today in ministry who skim. They, they, you know, they, they, they try to get these demonic powers to do the work of God. Uh, they try to do everything else, you know, just to make spiritual ends meet. But it's just only a matter of time and they come falling so hard as a pack of cards. But we need to wait upon the Lord until, Jesus said, tarry in the city of Jerusalem until, the word until you know, it's a phrase or it's a, it's a special word. It's a word that speaks about a, a divine timing, a process. Wait until, wait until you be endued with power from on high. And so Jesus Christ post resurrection in Acts chapter one, from verse three, the Bible says that actually from verse two, he placed his disciples under instructions. And we need to really go back to get instructions from the Spirit of God so that we can do God's work, you know, God's way. The Bible says, until the day in which he was taken up after that he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto his disciples or apostles whom he had chosen. And the question today is, are you chosen for this work? And if God chooses you, God is going to equip you. If God sends you, God will give you what it takes to get the job done. When I think about, you know, the issue of sending, Nehemiah was a wise man. You know, Nehemiah is a type of, you know, Old Testament apostle. And when he was told by Hanani, when he was at the, uh, you know, at the king's court at Shushan, you know, that uh, the walls and the gates of Jerusalem were in dilapidation. And the Bible says the man of God, Nehemiah, who was a king's cupbearer, waited and he was so touched by what he heard that he developed a burden. His heart was touched before his eyes were open. Many of us, our eyes are open in ministry and we run after ministry without a burden. And so he sat down in the palace and he began to mourn. He began to pray. And God gave him wisdom on how to do the work of God. Nehemiah could have just gotten up, you know, and went, you know, to, uh, to, to Jerusalem to try to build. But he did the work systematically. And there are four Ps that characterized the ministry of Nehemiah. And no wonder a 150-year-old problem was solved in 52 days. How did he do it? The first thing Nehemiah did was to ensure that the work was not his own. 
although he had been told about the condition of the work at Jerusalem, about the gates and the, you know, the, the dilapidated you know, walls, Jeremiah, Nehemiah just didn't get up and go. As many of us do today, we just get up and go do ministry the way we like and at our own behest, at our own expense. The Bible says that when God called Noah to go to Nineveh, he took the ship. It took a ship opposite direction God sent him. And the Bible says he paid his fare. If God sends you, God will pay the fare. Where he leads, he feeds. Where he guides, he provides. And so the Bible says that Nehemiah, when, you know, Nehemiah waited upon the Lord and he said, you know, he, he went to the king, and that's the first thing. He ensured that the work that he was going to do, the building of the walls and the gates at Jerusalem, would be the king's job. Every ministry belongs to the king. And if it belongs to the king of kings and lord of lords, then he will send you. Here, who shall we send and who shall go for us? That is one of the greatest characteristics of a, a, an effective job that should be done for God. You must wait to be sent. We're talking about open heavens, but the spirit of God in this uh, number five of open heaven series, uh, you know, is taking me everywhere. We must ensure that we have what it takes. We must ensure the capacity to get the job done. It's not the size of the work that God has called you to do, but it's the size of the God who is equipping you, sending you, providing for you to get the job done. So the first P in Nehemiah's ministry is the king's permission. He, he, and, and the king's permission suggests that the work is going to be the work of the king. The next P was that he asked for the king's provision. He said, give me what I need so that when I get to Jerusalem, I have more than enough to get the job done. The, the third P was the king's power. He was equipped with the king's power to get the job done. That a king protected him as he was going through the passage from that foreign nation to Jerusalem. He had letters from the king. He had permission from the king. And of course, he also had the king's protection, the king's permission, the king's provision, the king's power, and the king's protection. With these four Ps, Nehemiah was able to mobilize the people of God to get the job done. And a 150-year-old problem was accomplished in 52 days. Brethren, I tell you, it doesn't take long for God to do his work. A work that, the impact of a work that will last over 2,000 years was done in just three and a half years. But Jesus waited for 30 years. Jesus did not do anything for 30 years. He was not so much as caught up with the work of God as much as he was caught up with the work of God. And that's where the wisdom lies. Waiting upon the Lord, you know, implies that we are waiting for him. It implies that he is the reason for the work. It implies that he is the force behind the work. It implies that he is the key to getting this job done. The strength, the grace that we need, the qualification, the skill sets, the experience that we need. The, 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 the capability, the eligibility, the competence, the adequacy that we need to accomplish the job, that we cannot do it without him.
when the angel Gabriel came to Mary and told him all the amazing things that God, you know, was going to do, Mary said, how can these things be? Because Mary was trying to grasp the words of the angel, you know, with a human mind and human understanding. And, and, she, and she said, look, I, I need to know a man. I'm a virgin in order for me to be the mother of this amazing man of God you're talking about. I need, I need a man. The angel said, nonsense, you don't need a man, you need God. The power of the Most High God shall overshadow thee. And that holy thing that shall be born of you shall be called the Son of the Most High God. What we need is the power of God. You don't need any man to get the work of God, you know, the job done. You don't need any, any enablement by man. You don't need any thing that man can offer to get the work of God done. It's not the work of a man, it's the work of God. And God's work done, God's way never lacks God's supply. And so the onus is on us in this 21st century to ensure that we do some quality assurance. And that means we have to get back into God's presence. We have to go back there in the presence of God. Wait, wait in prayer, wait in fasting, wait in seeking the face of the Lord. Wait until heaven moves before we take a move here on earth. And that's what Jesus Christ was saying to them. You can't, you should not. He put them under commandment. And that's the word in the book of Acts. He commanded them through the Holy Ghost to whom he showed himself alive after his passion met by many infallible proofs because the gospel is proof. The Lord gave them proof. And I want to ask you today, do you have the proof for this awesome ministry that God has called us to do? And it was speaking to them of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. By the grace of God, I'm going to do another series that is called the kingdom of God, because that's where the power really lies. And speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, and they came to him and asked him, Lord, would you at this time, you know, restore the kingdom, you know, back to Israel? And Jesus said, uh, uh, you know, but, but for John, truly baptized with water. Now let me back up. And in verse 4 of Acts chapter 1, and being assembled together uh, uh, with them, commanded them. Again, the word command shows up here. The command means he obliged them. He commanded them to wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized you with water, but you shall be baptized of the Father with the Holy Ghost. Not many days from hands. And when they asked him, would you at this time restore the kingdom? Jesus said, it's not for you to know the times or seasons which the, which the Father has put in his own authority. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. In the Amplified Version, it says, it says but you shall receive power, ability, efficiency, and might. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be. You can't be anything in the ministry without the power, without the ability, efficiency, and the might of the Holy Spirit. And what we need in these last days is a restoration of the power of God so that we can get this job done of seeking and saving the lost and becoming God's salvation to the ends of the earth. God bless you. Bishop Tony Asuabeni is available for ministry anywhere in the world. 
visit www.toniasuabeni.com and fill out the invitation form for ministry scheduling. If you have been inspired and blessed by the teaching and preaching ministry of Bishop Tony Asuabeni, order his messages and books on Amazon.com or directly from his bookstore at TonyAsuabeni.com. Also, you can follow him on all major social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe to his YouTube channel, Joy City. For more information and updates about ministry and messages, visit www.toniasuabeni.com. God bless you abundantly. Tony Asuabeni World Outreach, making a difference in our world, making our world different.